Have you ever wondered how the mutants would enter the MCU? Well, I sure have. I'm Rain Coleman and this is Carefree Black Nerd B-Sides. Alright y'all, so first and foremost, uh, B-Sides, pretty chill. Uh, low stakes conversation talking about different stuff almost like a journal entry uh, getting to the topic at hand the X-Men I know that Krakoa the Krakoan era is ending in the comics I am severely behind charges to my head and my heart I know this has been a conversation and a question that every X-Men fan has already probably discussed has a good idea about it um you know, has some opinion on it one way or the other. Me, just kind of off the top of my head, I have a couple of thoughts I wanted to get out. So, I know I may have even been one of the folks who mentioned or who figured that the Krakoan era would be the era that would... It did so much to reshape the X-Men as we know it that, of course, it's going to be the era that the mutants are introduced to the MCU to the live action arena in, right? Well, the more I thought about it, I said, no, that doesn't, I don't want to say it doesn't make any sense because anything's possible, but it did not, I just, I don't see that happening. Um, for me, I'm thinking, and this is a little bit of kind of me having an idea, but then also like, oh, this probably would work a little bit better, but I'm going to give you my kind of rundown of how I think the a possible introduction to the MCU or to live action could go. So I'll say X-Men won't begin with the Krakoan era, but I think the way in which Hickman and co, I don't want to say changed the way we read comics, but involved other parts of the medium with the journal entries and the learning the language and all that I think that right there is going to be the thing that is the deep cut portion for um, longtime fans but I don't think that it's going to kind of kick off with that right away so I say you'd have to start with like a strategic character list now I don't have that list off the top of my head I have a good idea uh, for me, in my mind, I truly say just default to the original five. I know there are thoughts and conversations surrounding having the five conventionally attractive white folks who kick this whole thing off, who are standing for civil rights and marginalized individuals. I get that. But like, yeah, this would be the most straightforward way um, to go. Now, I'm not saying that this is what I would want to happen. I think that there are other ways to get this done. But if I'm looking like at a already established multiverse several years in of movies uh property this just get it out the way now i have my own ideas about you know diversity and everything else but i say kick off with the first five is what they probably do pick three or four stories that can be told over the course of maybe five i say seven years i say five to seven years and then have four to maybe five big movies three to four shows with that would all have one season maybe one of them if they do very well with fans then you know roll over into another season but i would want low i would expect low um just one and done get get in and get out and have a purpose uh and i take that a lot from anime and from british tv the brits can give you a six episode show that will feel like 22 and that's what i'm expecting not no filler episode not no bull not no, like i want intricate one season shows that give you a lot to sink your teeth into stuff that's rewatchable um and then i'd say you still can mix them in with the mcu at large uh but after you have um Kind of defeated the big bad whatever that phase is big bad is then you can open up the next phase with the krakoan era already established okay so in my mind i'm thinking let's go with it's for if we're looking at big 
uh, Big X movies. Number one, give me the 05. Give me the mansion. Give me the fan service. Give me the original five X-Men. Give me Xavier. Give me we big chilling. Uh, we focusing on these five folks. And I would say even maybe even fold in an extra character. Maybe some brand new MCU created character that's not in the comics. Or take someone who's extremely obscure and then fold them in as well. Maybe somebody from, um, I would even say Buff. Homegirl from the Generation X uh, Fox TV movie pilot thing. Um, you can fold her in. You can race Bender. You can... Uh, I would want to keep her a woman because having only Jean is like, eh, okay. But I would say, have, do that. Give me um, in the vein of First Class. First Class, I think, did a really good job with um, with handling the X-Men, handling them at the school, uh, having like a period piece. Like, I would really want for all of these X-Men movies that I'm going to go down the list and explain to have a very nice budget and execution give me polish give me and then give it to me in a way that is different from what we've um got from the mcu at large so i feel like we get the comical we get the little bit of dark but light light humor uh jokes and big battles and not like we get that and we've gotten that i think eternals tried to do you know some different stuff so shout out to um to eternals but I would want, there is a guy, Patrick Willem, I think that's his name, who did the first that I can recall, um, what if the X-Men were directed by Wes Anderson, I think, and I would want something like that, like give me, not even necessarily big names, but people who are doing something a little bit different. Because I, what I would hope for is that the X-Men would fold themselves into the MCU in a way that makes sense, but also have a very distinct style that stands out um, from the rest. So that if you do see, for example, Beast or Gene or Iceman in an Avengers movie, it's going to work, but it's going to be a little jarring if you've seen the way that they were presented in the X, um, the X-Men book. So I think you take your time and do some dark academia style, um, UK, um, gruesome thriller with the original five X-Men and also introduce the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I don't know if you have to rush up the timeline, like how it is in the comics, but have Magneto be the big bad like again i know we all want something different which because this isn't necessarily um would be my uh how i would want the mcu to kick off but i'm thinking like objectively what would kind of make sense um with with what we've gotten so far what the original five x-men are folks who people are they're recognizable by folks who don't even fuck with the x-men like that so i say give me that give me some give me fashions give me and that's the other thing like i would love it if the x-men gave you fashions the very fact that there was a hellfire gala the very fact that a lot of these x-men have been in designer clothes like designed by designers over the course of the years decades whatever like give me that um play play uh, play that up because i feel like with comics and maybe not so much in the these more recent years but you i don't know that the fashions really stood out like you could say on panel oh this girl is so fashionable yeah but she's wearing this green brown orange dress that every other girl in the book can wear can be seen in like i think we've come to a point now with like comics and stuff where you can push the envelope and you know, have, for example, Jubilee always wear um, Balenciaga or, you know, have uh, Jean Grey always wear, I don't know, what's some couture shit, like something, you know what I'm saying? Like have that distinct style or, you know, uh, Storm wearing Ivy Park all the goddamn time, something like that. So that being said, I want nice fashions. I want beautiful, like if you're gonna lean into four white folks, 
for five white people who are supposed to be standing in for civil rights and this and that. I want things to be the finest ass motherfucking white folks you didn't seen on this side of the Mississippi. I want drop dead, gorgeous, piercing eyes, fucking get, like lean into that waspiness of it all and then give me the brotherhood of evil mutants give me give it like reinterpret them a different way um but that was set the stage for having the original five doing the fan service for kit for fans who are like so die hard dead set on the original bring in us a magneto um it can introduce not only oh there's these five beautiful white folks who got powers but there's also like give me an actual threat and i don't want just trolls you're trying to save humans who hate and fear us no fuck that give me more of a layered fight and argument between mutants because i think i don't want to say it's old like i'm i'm good on the um the fighting for humans who hate and fear us sure but like show us at a intimate level what does that look like and then with between mutants uh, that is and instead of it just being these beautiful <laughs> five white kids in this gigantic ass uh, hairy, uh, uh potter peri hotter ass mansion um by themselves with, with the 632 rooms show what it looks like for the brotherhood of evil mutants not saying they gotta be ugly and grotesque or anything like that but show like oh there's a stark difference between um fighting for rights and then also doing it when you are the most privileged the most like you're all you're already conventionally attractive and your power set does not other you like the rest of the world but then you um this whole fight to save a world that hates and fears you could easily be um ignored and you wouldn't suffer any repercussions and then on top of that not you're not just regular five fucking white kids at a regular as town city high school you're at this beautiful school backed by this wealthy motherfucker who got all his fucking expendable income and so show the disparity between not just humans hating mutants but also what does the mutant hierarchy look like i think that gives you a more interesting story to start off with where you can you know do a little little uh misdirect where you think because we understand the lore of the x-men you think it's just these beautiful <laughs> five white kids in this damn fantastical school but i would say even like maybe at the um at the second act arc of the first movie pivot and tell the rest of the movie from the the um, position of the brotherhood of evil mutants like show because i think you can you can get us in as fans who know the comics know the books and i say throw everything in. i mean go back to them first couple years and pull out everything gene's sister name um her best friend who i think when she died gene started hearing voices or some shit got leaning to calling uh scott slim uh have bobby maybe looking at a magazine and there's a guy he maybe lingers on that a little bit too long like give us every all the fan service that you can take that's gonna make people go crazy and only show trailers from that first act of the movie when you got the beautiful original five x-men running around and then just fuck us up with this pivot where oh they're not the, they're not necessarily the good guys um i think that would be that'd be dope that'd be dope as hell so um after that and you do the maybe big fight or whatever else magneto and charles and oh I, we're gay but we love each other but we can't do it no or whatever the fuck they got going on do that and then i don't know what else would be going on in the mcu at large but let's just say there's like another avengers movie coming maybe secret wars or what the fuck ever what else they got going on I would say fold in one or two of those characters into that. Doesn't have to be no, hi, I'm Scott and I'm joining the team. I mean, just have them in that space. Just have them in there some kind of way. If there's a big battle at a mall, have him at that mall and helping out. Like we got the Avengers kicking ass and then randomly this big ass laser beam come out of nowhere and help them win the fight and you're like who the fuck was that? You know, give me give me shit like that where you're showing the X-Men kind of in the background slowly working their way to the front um but don't make the focus just be them but i would also like to do all of that i don't really know like what would happen on the in-between time do whatever mcu shit is going on but 
to not let it just be the original five ace men charles magneto and the whatever combination of characters who makes up the brotherhood of this go round. and actually can we get quicksilver and wanda either either get them and make them that man's kids or because we've already had them in the mcu maybe just don't i don't know whatever i don't have no idea for that whatever if you got one let me know but then i think whatever's going on i want to some kind of way have the original five X-Men get murdered, seemingly murdered from whatever, in whatever Avengers or big team event is going on. Have that happen. Then we have a next X-Men movie. And this movie is just following uh, Charles. Charles stressed the fuck out. All his kids is dead and him having to grapple with the fallout from the first movie. Like, okay, we are, we are the good guys and we're, we're, we're fighting for whatever else and we're doing the fuck we got to do. But having the words from the brotherhood and Magneto actually seep in and not just be this, they're villains. We don't listen to them. Like if they're villains and we don't listen to them, but they still alive and your kids is dead there you have to have some sort of reflection within doing this in the first act of the movie we get scott back scott back he makes his way back he alludes to krakoa the krakoa proper and how uh the battle the big battle of new york or whatever the fuck going on they're still alive we're just overpowered like we didn't train nearly enough like we were good but we you know we fucked up so then you bring in giant size x-men so you get that multicultural x-men you get the folks who you know maybe um xavier then did his love I, I, let me go find these motherfuckers type shit or whatever and you bring them in and so now you have more color you have more diversity and you have it in a way that makes sense because these people have been maybe planted throughout the mcu and you know and it's not even that you have to have them these particular actors show up let's just say there's another avengers movie after the first x-men movie and then all this other shit or whatever there's what we got i hate to say it with the way technology and ai and green screen and cgi and shit is going you can just insert these people back into these previous movies go so far back as the first phase of the mcu and see these people in with whatever technology whatever you got so charles goes and does all that and he's like okay we need this other team i don't know how you do it i don't give a fuck how you do it but you bring in this new team who is the giant size x-men team and what i would like is that if the first movie of x-men were just fighting in these preppy fucking uniforms because to scott i mean to xavier they're just gifted kids who are at this school i want to teach them how to use their powers that's it and then of course they fight the brotherhood but like they win because i don't know they the power of friendship but this go round, I want the giant size X-Men to have whatever uniforms they had in the comic, but have them be blue and white. Like Storm, or like like mash up the original, like what is it, blue and gold, blue and gold, um, I said blue and white, blue and gold is what I meant. The blue and gold um, X uniform, the, the standard one, do that. But like with Storm got them little uh, wrist to waist, shits like banshee give her that though add banshee's a little shit on his suit um uh every, just have everybody have their original suit kind of blended with the new shit or the the traditional shit and had them go say the motherfuckers from kakoa and you know there you go you get your giant size x-men i don't know what the whole plot and the story would be i really don't care at this point <laughs> i'm just like that would be a good solid second movie and i say these two stories because one you get the original that appeases all of the fans who are like, oh, the 1960s were the best time in the world. Make X-Men great again. Um, and But then you get to flip that on his head and kind of alter the narrative. And then you come in with the giant size X-Men right away so that we're not left with like, oh, there's only beautiful white people with these powers. <laughs> like, no, you have this full diverse cast. And yes, it's like playing of the diversity but it's also canonically what has happened like this team exists for whatever reason whatever the reason is that they were created they do exist and have existed for decades so like so fucking what um and so you have them and so you have those two 
stories one that's an original that everyone would probably love and then the other one is a story that has not been told in live action and i think narratively it makes a lot of sense to then kind of explain like if we've had all these events of the mcu and we even had in humans where the fuck the mutants been all this time well if they're a sub lower class or a more terrifying class of people because of their mutant ability because yeah the avengers are great sure but the avengers are a finite number of team members they're not a genetically dispo disposed hmm Disp mm, okay if you know what word i'm trying to say tweet me cbn bot <laughs> but they're not this i hit the genetic lottery so any and everybody could be this thing that is all that is already unpredictable type of group where the mutants would be a race of people the avengers are just a group of niggas fighting and doing shit and fucking up the city <laughs> so i think that um, that would be a good way to introduce, okay, there are more than just, you know, beautiful white folks. And I think that would be a way to kind of play with the um, the kind of white beauty standard of it all. Where, like, I don't know exactly how you would do it, but knowing that that is an actual issue without playing up someone being just horrendously ugly versus this very beautiful person like i don't want it to be that very stark you're a beautiful person no like play into the aspects of like what does that mean for society when you are a beautiful white person already versus this other type of person and the treatment you receive where even the original five x-men could possibly be mistaken for avengers and so they're like oh yeah great thank you here to help but then these other folks who don't look like them but have the same genetic disposition. I think that's what I was looking for. The same genetic disposition as them. Like they get treated like, oh, hell no, not you brown motherfuckers. Get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that would be an interesting way to um to explore that. So next up, we get a series. I want X-Force, X-Factor. I don't know how you're going to do it because I'm not an X-Force, X-Factor stand. That's not my leg of the X-Universe. So if you're out there, you know, let me know what are your thoughts. But I say something with Forge, something with Mystique, some, like something with uh, Wild Child. Like, give me some series kind of like, kind of like um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, not beat for beat like that, but like in in execution where like that was a several series long network show. But the thing with, with Marvel with mutant network shows like legion was good gifted i didn't really get into it i watched a couple episodes i don't think i really really liked it um but i would want some sort of show that would allude to there being this like either mercenary team or this ragtag group of like i don't know government workers because <coughs> hell we're in america and you know, if America don't love nothing else, we love our guns and we love telling a fucking war story where we can have to go overseas somewhere and correct the wrongs of some other place and let's do it to America, like whatever. Like we already know. Hell, Iron Man was that. Um, but it could even stem from Iron Man. Like, so some of his tech, these this secret team been using that shit and you know whatever fighting these smaller wars in the background and pretty much all of the fantastical shit that's been going on in the mcu they haven't had to deal with they've kind of dealt with the fallout but it's been more or less like just this strike force domino forge wild child mystique and whoever else you could think of like doing shit very street level but street level behind the scenes on some mercenary government hitman type shit and they just happen to have powers um so kind of think of like house of cards ish meets um i was gonna say save a private ryan i don't know whatever uh, jack ryan here we go so think of house of cards meets jack ryan and then these folks have powers but like masik clearly can shapeshift but make it limited so that she doesn't like have the powers of whoever she shapeshifts she just can shapeshift so that helps with espionage then you got forge who's a great um at creating and inventing stuff like that's let that be his thing domino uh uh probability luck powers perfect wild child being maybe the more distinctive looking one but none of their powers are so fantastical that they would stand out yeah but they would not 
bring attention like a group of X-Men. You know what I'm saying? Like they would just be there in the background. And then they already have the training of like, I'm this government used weapon of destruction. Like that's their thing. So I think that would be interesting. Do something like, uh, even like Alias, hell, take some cues from that from um, back in the 90s. Um, and, so, and just have that be a show where you are seeing the full reach of how the mutants have worked in the background all this time. And I don't say you, you don't I mean you have to bring in every single thing, but again, going back to like CGI and, and putting people in scenes from shit early, you know, earlier in the MCU, retcons happen every day, B. Captain Marvel was a whole retcon of being here in the fucking 90s. Like, come on, come on, bro. So I think that would, uh, and that would also appease a lot of fan service shit too. Like if we, I don't want to, I don't know if we're going to go this route, but I would say do a Shard Bishop, uh, type story with some Fitzroy shit thrown in there too. You know, make that shit present day. I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I'm just talking out the side of my neck again. X-Factor X-Force is not my leg of the mutant space. So if you have any ideas, let me know. CBN Pod. Or CBN B-side. I don't know. I, you, whatever the hashtag is, you'll see it. <laughs> so have that going on um, in the background. Whatever I say. I say give something like that. Truly, and this is going to sound kind of out there for the way that we consume media now. Give me a at least 20 to 22 episode season. I think that could work. There's so many stories that could be told, so many folks that could be folded in or just lightly touched upon that could be those Easter eggs or those hidden messages and shows and shit for, uh, or characters, not shows, um, for people who are like looking for their favorite character. Because again, the X-Men, there's so many of these motherfuckers. So many. Yeah, we've had a lot of Avengers. A lot of people have been Avengers, but like mutants, we have obscure mutants who ain't never been used again. What's the one girl, the trans uh, girl, like the first trans mutant, and she was like, like they did her so fucking wrong. And I'm sorry I didn't uh, kind of look her up before this because this is really a, a free form thing. But like, bring her in. You know what I'm saying? Like, have her have an actual role in some shit where you didn't fucked her over in the comics. So let's fucking give her some just desserts in live action and cast an actual trans woman to play this freaking character don't give me no cis woman who's you know a phenomenal actress sure but there's a lot of trans women who can use these fucking roles as well so give me that and then having a 22 episode 20 22 episode season you can explore more of what could be that person's story like i <sighs> Too much potential there, like to just do the fucking right thing. So then after that, we're going for our next big movie. And that is going to be set up kind of in um in in the X Factor X4 shit. And that's going to be a Demon Bear saga. So I say that because we already got it with Fox, and that it wasn't done well. Uh, what I would want is an actual Demon Bear saga done exactly like the comics. And I feel like in that way, you're able to introduce the new mutants. And I don't know how if they're going to already be a ragtag group of folks, if they come together. I know there's years of continuity that you got to try to fit and make work, but bring in the Demon Bear saga and have Danny be the lead of this story in a very intentional way like remix this shit don't i mean take cues from before i would even say if you could fold in some of the images from the fox version because we already know there's the multiverse is open and if danny is conjuring fears and shit in her mind like who's to say she don't she doesn't conjure like the demon bear itself is not conjured from the her pulling from a different fucking timeline like that Give me that. And so give me, the, again, uh, fan favorites, the fucking New Mutants. Anya Taylor-Joy still has to be Ilyana. Ilyana. God damn it. Magic. <laughs> I still want her. I, that's what, let me see. That's one white woman right there. Anya Taylor-Joy. Bruh. She, yes. She, I won't say she could do no wrong because these celebrities be, they be, they be showing us what they are. But she kills everything every role she's in if she gets cast to play 
Polly Pocket. I'm watching that shit. If she gets cast to play a young Meryl Streep, I'm watching. If this motherfucker get cast as a motherfucking, I don't know, a door-to-door salesman of doors, I'm watching that shit. Cause like she gonna make me wanna either buy a door or or want the people to buy a door. <laughs> So yeah, so I'd say um, actually you got to get the casting right though. And the funny thing about all of these ideas is that the, a lot of the issues that we have as comic book fans, especially when you have of color black MPOC characters, is like the way in which they're depicted, whitewashed, uh, the texture of their hair, uh, their eyes, the skin, like all of that. But we truly have a mixed bag of characters that if you just let them be what they are, you can avoid all of this shit. You can avoid all of this shit. If we get Storm as this motherfucker from New York, okay, give me that white hair and them blue eyes, sure. But should that erase the texture of this woman's hair? Come on, you gotta do better than that. Give me Sunspot that looks like the Brazilian Sunspot that he was on panel. Yes, different cultures and different races of people come in different shades, colors, and the like. We already know that. But let's let's not let's call a thing a thing. When you look at the original depiction of these characters, they didn't all look like Zendaya and Anya Taylor Joy had a baby. They looked they had uh variation in complexion and all that. So, you know, it is what it is. But I think that you introduce the new mutants and you uh, cast them really well and you have those fans of those characters and you can even like Demon Bear Saga I say that because you've already primed the general public with the Demon Bear Saga story and then you already and then you have a a different like the source material version of that I mean of course change it alter it a bit to make it fit but I think that would be a phenomenal way to introduce these folks and and if you if you are a new mutants fan stand and you have an idea of a story that you think is so much better let me know like I'm just kind of going off the dome with this thinking what could make the most sense for the MCU what kind of and these are just the couple stories that I'm just thinking of that I think are concise and that are not the Dark Phoenix saga, because <laughs> we know we know we're going. That's been done to death. Um, and and bring in these characters in a way that makes sense, but they still kind of feel like they're their own thing within this already established universe. So uh, you know, you get the multicultural kids of the '80s, and you know, here we go. So then after that, I want a. Um, we show the diverse recast and all that, and then I want a another show right after that. And this this needs to deal with the Morlocks. So we've already established the beautiful, pretty white folks, the Wasp 05, and we've introduced the idea of the Brotherhood of Mutants, and they're not necessarily ugly people, but they're like not, they're not as polished. Um, even if they're white, I want them to, you know, be a little, little, little dusty white, little, a little not so, you know, polished around the edges, not so acceptable, but I still want them to be relatively, just clean them up and move some stuff around and they could fit whatever um, societal idea of what attractive is or you know they may have some some things that are a little odd about them but all in all they're just like stark difference between them and the 05 but them standing on their own you're like oh i can kind of see i can see the how you could be accepted um just not to the same degree so if you introduce the Morlocks, you add another layer of these are people who are quite literally shunned and outcast. Like they are the people who, when you think of hated and feared uh, by the rest of the world, it's these people because they are not conventionally attractive, regardless of race. They have these different ailments or you know body um, presentations and not just like fat, skinny, tall, short, but just like get dive deep into Morlock lore. Even with Callisto, like I want do do something different with her. Now she's still a thin, tall white woman. <laughs> but like, give me something that shows. Oh, you thought the Brotherhood was just the they were ugly or bad or coded as bad or whatever. No, these people and show the struggles of having to be forced into the sewers. Cause like, can you freaking imagine? And. Let's just say that sure could mimic some of the bullshit we got going on in the world today. 
Um, but like play up that look and play up that struggle and like show us, don't give me no bullshit. Like, and this ain't, I'm not saying this is bullshit, but remember in the X-Men cartoon when they had the Morlock stuff, like it was the nineties, the, the way animation was done was very different than what we have now. Hell, we got, um, cartoons that are phenomenal. We got stop motion picture. We got grab, we got all the, all types of shit, but like, I think the severity of the situation with the Morlocks was not accurately, maybe for the time it was, but it was not accurately depicting the stress that these folks would go through, like lean into the disease, the destruction, the making a, a kingdom or society out of the, the, the undesirable, both in people and resource, like get into that, like show us viscerally what that looks like. I don't want no beautiful pink palette with these uh, light comical, and I'm not saying everything has to be doom and gloom, but like really sell us on what is it like to be homeless? What is it like to be shunned, to be outcast? Um, and then what, what types of hierarchies develop over time in a society like that? You know, who's rebelling? What does rebellion look like? How do we even get to this point where we're all living in the sewers? Like these people, some of them have been born there and like that's all they know, but the first Morlocks were not just in the sewers. Like they had to be ran out so, so that that's where they are now. You know what I'm saying? Like show me what happened to get us to this point. And now that we're here, what, what civil wars happen under it? Like, and I want that to be a show. Like, I want you to dive into that because I think, again, with X Men, there are so many characters and so many fan favorites. I think we can kind of lose sight of, and this is all I'm talking pre Krakoan era, um, can lose sight of what these stories like the ramifications of these stories. Like, yeah, we got the Gambit and the trial of Gambit because of the, his his role in the massacre and all of that. But I, I don't know. And maybe, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm, I don't think we've done enough, <laughs> but that's why I'm talking about it. But I would say you could end this show with that actual massacre, like have, show the mutant massacre, show the Morlocks being annihilated, like show that so that you are, you establish this subculture, you establish how, it, how it was established. We, we kind of fall for these characters. We see the, the infighting that they got going on where we empathize, we feel bad, we feel good. We go on this ride with them and they're not just X-Men. Like I don't want any X-Men in this movie. And if so, very much in the very beginning and very much like backdrop to this i don't want no gene under there helping feed motherfucker sandwiches and shit no fuck all that like we need to show that there is a whole nother world underneath the world that you see where yeah y'all think y'all got it hard what about these motherfuckers who are for all intents and purposes these same races there's the same classification as you they are mutants um and then just end it with the mutant massacre that way you give us a gut punch like god damn what so I say do that and that's our show. And then I want to have the next movie. And I think that, and I'm gonna get to it, but some of the elements of what happens in this next movie, I would like to see seeded in throughout the Morlock show because I feel like doing it that way allows you to kind of do this stuff in secret and let it build up so that when the mutant massacre happens, that's what you're thinking this thing is leading up to but and i want i want the morlock show to be really dark uh not so dark like wonder woman 84 or whatever that, was. that show was dark as fuck but i want it dark in color and clothing and all that and so that when this gold stuff starts to pop up at towards maybe the last part of the season and then we get the mutant massacre you think that's what it is but it's actually the next movie boom the fainless covenant so i say that because i want the technarchy and all that other stuff that and you know some of what we got with doug lock and whatever all this shit from the new mutants and all that i want that to lead up to this so that we can introduce generation x like i want the fainless covenant to either be a two-part big ass fucking avengers endgame style uh, uh, movie because I, if you know, you guys remember when the Fan Covenant happened, happened, 
shit went what like that was the race to find the new generation of mutants because these motherfuckers were trying to wipe out the whole goddamn world so i want that like set up the phoenix covenant as that this huge big earth-shattering thing but for the mutants like it is signature to folks with mutant abilities like and, so, and at this point we already have a set 05 we have a set uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants we have a set giant sized X-Men team who are added we have a set X-Factor slash X-Force whoever they're going to be then we have a set more like, like we have like we can count who are all the mutants we can still allude to there being more out there but you can also control the population of mutants with this phalanx covenant um uh movie because if they've gone through and annihilated eviscerated all the other mutants in the world and we have this last group of the new generation everett monet page jubilee blink and i in in my idea, we Bling is not dead. Clarice Ferguson is not dead. She survives. Oh my god! And make her the um the Caribbean one. I don't care. Make her the fucking Caribbean one. She needs to to be alive. Uh, but it is the race to find those movies. So if we get the, if we do a Avengers uh, Endgame and Infinity War style, that first movie can definitely be all these X-Men fighting together. X-Factor, X-Force, the motherfuckers we saw in the movies and then uh, in the series and they all getting together, Brotherhood, everybody putting aside their fucking differences because they know we got to fight this shit. And you you have it phase into um, the uh, kind of going from first... I would okay so I kind of have two ideas going so that one that I just said and then the introduction the introduction of generation X I'm kind of thinking I don't know I'm toying with maybe have that be the second movie but I'm also like have it be in the first where we focus on all of the mutants who've already been established Morlocks as well and then have the new generation like slowly being picked off like I would start with Paige because we would have already introduced Cannonball Sam Guthrie and his sister, like, I think Paige would be a phenomenal way to start. Well, no, either I wouldn't start with her. She may be the second person. I may start with Monet, I would say, because that she's so far removed from everything else that if you're not someone who's watched these movies at this point and you're not 100% familiar with X-Men, you're like, okay, this beautiful black girl. Like, that's what you're seeing, not maybe knowing what it is that you're about to get. But those of us who have read The Phoenix Covenant, we know what's going on. So you have that. And then you have, um, I would say have Paige next. Cause I feel like if you establish the shit that happened with Monet and her um, bodyguard, and then you do the, I don't know, maybe Sean Emma shit. And then you cut the page by this time. I think when, when someone would put it together, like, oh, you know, cause we, we would have mentioned Sam being from Kentucky and living on the farm with his siblings and all this. By the time somebody would have put it together, it may be exactly when it happens or it may be too late. And then you see Paige getting abducted. And then you just go through the Phalanx Covenant, specifically the Generation X leg of it. And second movie, take everything that happened with Generation X, show that all of the X-Men maybe I don't know if they lose, if they die, if they just just make it. And I don't know. I, I maybe let's just say everybody supposedly dies, or they all get engulfed by this technarchy bullshit, whatever. And that's it. So whereas Infinity, Infinity War and Endgame was like technically a happy ending, all that stress and shit that everybody went through, this is still a happy ending you this one isn't and so now niggas is mad they fucked up they're like okay i can't now you really can't wait to see what comes next after that well i don't know i don't know i would say i would say have them not have them no actually nope i got it everybody dies except for like the generation x group um and so this next show is a kind of a montage of like how the fallout 
And I don't know if there's a way to make it only happen with, with mutants, um, even though we're only going after mutants with the phalanx, or like, like how does it affect the MCU at large? Um, but get into a Generation X like story, like a series, um, and that's to kind of make up for the 90s movie pilot that ended poorly and have them deal with the stress of like, we are the last group of fucking mutants. Like, yeah, we made it, but like, what the fuck at what cost? And so it's them at a school of sorts and they're just you know, trying to fucking make it. So maybe it's, it's, it's at Xavier school or maybe it's the Massachusetts Academy. Like, uh, it, whenever we the details i don't know we figured it out but i say all that so that we then get into the next phase where we start off with krakowin era already established like i want to fuck people up and they're like okay if all this shit just happened how, where in the fuck and so you see everybody who didn't die and i i want the i don't want the moira lives the x lives of more but i want the present day hox pox show the creation of krakoa and have that be something that um we just throw people into and we see everybody alive and we get that big magneto uh finishing speech where we are your gods now and once he says that we go right back to the beginning and this is all in the same movie where you see with the phalanx whatever fighting and shit whatever movie magic whatever we got to do to make it happen maybe charles had already or even have more i don't mind more i just don't want those 10 lives of moira to like muck up what's going on like find a way to move that shit around make it work but have it where her or her and Charles and Xavier and Emma or whatever the fuck else they did go and terraform Mars and they did all, like all the shit that actually happened have it have happened and maybe right before or right and it could happen before it could have happened during the Morlocks season where we never got X-Men anything it could have been like okay we see what's going to happen and I don't even mind the more stuff I just don't want 10 lives or if I do please get it in a montage back to back because I just don't want that to be the focus um but I want some kind of way they've terraformed Mars they've done the pharmaceutical shit they've um found a way to have these drugs and make their own planet and this that and the third and so once he say we are your gods now and we go back to the beginning we see how all of this stuff was created and i feel like that way we now have firmly established like these different sects of x teams that we as the fans have loved over the course of decades you've introduced them in a couple movies you've also highlighted folks who you never maybe thought of with more locks and shit like that and with the x-force x-factor team um and you can now set the uh krakoan era up right there so whatever the fuck is going on in the mcu at large all that shit still happens but if we follow this through line of our x movies and shows we still end up with the Krakoan era, but we do the fan service thing where we get some of these stories from before. And you introduce, my plan was to introduce these teams of people, of characters that people love. I fear that in my lifetime, I will never see a live action Generation X again, ever. And I'm kind of coming to terms with that. It's not ideal. I would even love an animated Generation X series, but I don't know that we're ever going to get it. I didn't realize that we're never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. <laughs> um, that Generation X wasn't well loved by everyone because I grew up reading that. And that was my shit. And unfortunately, that wasn't the shit for everybody else. Also, they weren't around as long as other teams at, at that point. So, you know, you got this new ragtag group of, of kids. Ain't nobody really fucking with them because they like New Mutants and they like X-Factor and they like X-Force and they like X-Men and this and that. And so I feel like if you get the 05 giant size, we get Brotherhood and Morlocks as well on the side. Then we get um, our X-Factor, X-Force teams and we get our New Mutants and we get our Generation X. We have now pretty much hit on all the major teams now the teams that came after uh generation x and i don't know them all but like the gene gray school and the new x-men and all that there's a way to fold them in as well 
um, and then in telling their stories. Um, I don't know if that's another two or three series that you may want to have. What, like, whatever. Find a way to make it happen. But I think that if we do this, then we have the Krakoan era. I feel like it does a lot. So at the end of the Phalanx Covenant War, two-part series, whatever, you fuck everybody up because everybody doesn't win. Then you have the Fallout series, and this could be a 6, 8, 13-episode series of Generation X finding a way to make this shit work for themselves, dealing with the fallout of like these people who you maybe saw on TV or you maybe brushed against once or twice, but you saw them battling for your life, and now they're all dead but you. So you follow this dark, heavy storyline, and you have these kids who are just trying to make it and the memory of the x-men and the stories and the movies that we already had like kind of weighing on your mind so it fucked up because everybody died you got this sad ass fucking series of these uh gothic 90s moody ass kids and then you open up the next big movie with everything at a new status quo and everybody's like what the fuck is this like you just hitting the audience over the head and i just feel like that would be enough to make these motherfuckers like okay I'm with it. I'm with it. This is, we got to figure out what's going on. And then you do the misdirect and you rewind time and you bring us up this up to speed in a way that um, um, is interesting and it explains everything. And it could even incorporate, um, like, remember when Sabretooth killed, what, who did he kill? <laughs> <laughs> when Fantastic Four was like, you motherfuckers can't take him back to Krakoa. He needs to go to jail. And it was like, we deal with our own, motherfucker. Like, you wouldn't even get all that. And if the Fantastic Four are alive, alive, are introduced by then, give us that Franklin Richards um, fucking storyline and have it where the Phalanx, well, no, because he, yeah, no, no. Franklin, when Generation X was like 16, he was like eight. Seven, eight, some shit like that, whatever. Um, but bring bring him in. So then now going forward, we can have X-Men stories be those Krakoan stories and have them be off. They could still be in the MCU, but off on their own island doing their own thing, not interacting with the rest of the MCU unless absolutely necessary. So that's my what the hell the mutants gonna do how we gonna get there type stuff <laughs> y'all let me know like how do you feel about some of these ideas like is this something you consider do you do you like it do you like nah nigga, all this shit wrong you fucked up let me know and then if you have ideas for your own stories like if it's if you think you would rather swip, swap out demon bear with uh uh phoenix dark phoenix saga let me know <laughs> let me know um you can hit me up on twitter carefree blur same with tiktok carefree blur youtube and instagram at carefree black nerd and um let's do cbn b-sides that's the hashtag official hashtag you made it this far hit me with that hashtag cbn b-sides and uh let me know what you thought um how you feeling this and then uh do you have any ideas for uh b-sides episode something you want me to kind of rant and talk shit about let me know um if you got to email me carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com you know send me something let me know what's up talk to me talk to me talk to me baby all right y'all so um let me know. Let me know. That's it. So until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and I will check you on the B-side.